Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Everybody, I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by basement Madden hating troll Jeremy. <laughs> yes. Ow. Hello. And um, I don't know, Captain Caveman. I'm excited for the draft. Does that count? <laughs> hmm. Um, there's a there's a player on the Angels named uh, Jared Marsh. Brandon Brandon Marsh. Brandon. There's a Jared Walsh and a Jared. There's so many similar names on the Angels right now, it's hard to keep all the new guys straight. But uh, Brandon Marsh has a giant long beard and long hair. and I was like, I know a guy who looks very similar to that. Nice. I mean, Brandon Marsh is He, he sounds bigger. like a good-looking dude. Well, he's also much bigger, like taller-wise, and I mean, and probably muscle-wise, too. Mo- I'd say most are. <laughs> he is a professional right fielder, so... Or left a- fielder, I don't remember. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> this is a, uh, a rare episode that um, we're in the, the studio together. I know I said that last ep- the last two episodes that you just listened to. It's, it's a rare one when we're together not doing a bracket. But we don't have yeah. a bracket this time. Or this do is, we? Not that I'm well, aware of. Well, just so happens, no. No. <laughs> um, we, we got together uh, to do a, a pop culture roulette field trip. And we went and saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, opened this weekend, the Nicolas Cage movie. Heck yeah. Yeah, we did. Which um, was fantastic. Yeah, lots of fun. Lots of it fun. was. There were a couple cringy moments. All right, well, what was your cringy moment? Well, when he was playing the piano. Oh, okay. oh okay. That was but, a little bit but, like, but like, uh, but like... I mean, I think that was like intentionally cringy. It was, but, yeah. but it was... I, I, I did enjoy... I oh, mean, there's spoilers, by the way. <laughs> okay, I mean, I didn't know how far into the review we wanted to get since the movie did come out this weekend, but I feel like this is not a movie that's like uh, spoiler, like... Not like an MCU movie, no. like if we went and saw... The uh, the Doctor Strange movie and then started talking about it like 24 hours after it came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like this is not the kind of movie I think that people will be burning our houses down if we spoil a little bit. Plus, I don't think there's really anything that they don't kind of tell you in the trailer. True. Yeah. I think if you've seen it, you kind of know what, what right. you're in for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Nicolas Cage plays a fictionalized version of himself. But he acted in all the movies that he acted in. Like I thought it was the pull of some of the movies that they talked about were kind of weird. Yeah, like, Guarding Tess. I forgot that movie existed. Like I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah, I don't think I saw, that one. I saw this movie. <laughs> um, I mean, he, they had the big ones at Con Air and Face Off and Gone in sixty seconds. But yeah, there was some, a couple other random weird pulls of of movies that, like, it was like okay, all right. I mean, they they. I mean, he played himself, who was broke, and he got hired to go do a birthday party for the head, or what he thought was the head of a uh, olive oil company, but was really the head of a cartel, or at least that's what they wanted us to believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. And some kidnapping and some gunplay, and 
just an car overall, chases. Car chases. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed his uh, younger version. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was really funny stuff. It was so he had a uh, he would talk to himself, but himself as a younger version, which looked like maybe the version of Nick Cage from uh, was it Love at First Bite or. Yeah, I mean one one of his early movies, one of you know one of his you know '80s movies, maybe even when he was still Nicholas Coppola. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, you know, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I would say nine out of ten. Yeah, I, I think I I would agree with that. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I really, I did. I actually. Yeah, I really didn't know what to expect, but I just I really enjoyed it. I liked how they were like building their film while the film was going on. It was just a lot of meta stuff going on. Obviously, if you've seen the trailer, you kind of know that. But um, I mean, it was yeah, it was really entertaining. It was. Yeah, I mean, and in a movie like that, could have gone very badly. Like it could have been, like they leaned into the cheese enough to make it fun, but not so much that they they were like. Like they were like, where you're in on the joke. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a joke. You're in on it. Like mm-hmm. let's just go for a ride. Like mm-hmm. they could have tried to take it way too seriously, and and just ruined it or gone way too cheesy and and ruined it. But they found that nice middle ground and it made it work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'd I definitely maybe watch it again. It's maybe not something you need to see in theaters, but on one of the streaming things, absolutely. Yeah. Once it gets onto there. I mean, I'm not mad I went and saw it. Oh, theaters. I'm not either. I'm just saying, if, like, it's not one of those you need to see it in the big screen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, there was a trailer for a movie that I feel like maybe needs to be seen in the big screen, but at the same time. Top Gun? Who asked for it? <laughs> like, because, <laughs> like, I mean, when did Top Gun come out? 1985? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm down to see the new one. I mean, it looks good. I mean, and there's a real chance. I, I asked you, um, did did he go get his pilot's license just so that they would let him fly uh, F-14s or F-13, whatever they know. are? Because, I mean, I feel like... It's something he would do. It's something yeah. he would do. Yeah. yeah. You may be crazy, but you're not Tom Cruise crazy. <laughs> That's true. I got to be honest, that trailer didn't really do much for me. I mean... I was just like, really? <laughs> like, I mean, it's not one I would walk, probably go see in theaters, but it's definitely one if it's once it gets to the streamers. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But it just seemed so, like, generic. There was nothing in there that, like, really pulled me in. It was just like... Well, it's got Goose's son in it. Yeah. That's a pull. Do we care? <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. All right. Feeling a little cynical this morning. <laughs> um... I just I did the math real fast. It's a thirty-six year uh, in the making sequel. It is it's so eighty eighty-six. Oh, so a year so, before me. Yeah. So I mean, they made the movie Top Gun in nineteen eighty-six, which I I can't remember because at the time I would have been eight. I mean, so I negative know, one. I know I would have seen. Um, I know. I seem to remember my uncle renting Top Gun or owning Top Gun, and we saw it when it, we we were at his house. So probably in eighty seven, eighty eight. So I was probably nine or ten when I saw it. Um, so the homoerotic volleyball scene that I'm, I mean everybody is familiar with from the original Top Gun, I probably missed a lot of that subtext. 
Um, I do believe it's probably been since then since I've seen the movie. Um, okay. I, I bought it for a dollar on DVD because I was like, I want to see this movie again. And then I just never watched it. So maybe I need to watch it to see if like I have an interest in seeing a yeah. sequel for a 36-year-old movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Let, let's. I mean, when you're gonna make a sequel, don't you kind of want to strike when the iron is hot? Like when people are like Top Gun. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, why didn't you know? You should have made that in 1988, 1989. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. Like I just, it's hard to imagine there's still a lot of people out there that are still interested, but. Well, I mean, because I mean, think about sequels that have taken forever to come out, like Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. All right, that one was okay. Uh huh. Zoolander 2 was awful. Didn't even see it. Anchorman 2 was not very good. Like, it's just, like, if you're going to do a sequel, do it right away. Like, Mm -hmm. when, you know, everybody still kind of looks the same. Yeah. What about Independence Day? It was not good. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is, we should put this on our pop culture roulette official apprehensive list. Yes. Maybe. I didn't know we had that, but we should have had it a lot for a long time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that could have gone I mean, on there in the past. Well, to, to take one step back before we get too far away from it, I would like to pull out the the official stamp of approval Okay. Uh, on Massive Weight of Unbearable Talent. Perfect. Or Unbearable Talent of Massive Weight, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I would like to pull and, and I'd like to give it a, a full stamp, dude. We all agree? I, yeah. Okay. I'll turn, right. I'll turn the key. Turning the key on that one. All right, all three of us are in agreement. That movie is getting the stamp of approval. Perfect. All right. Sweet. Sound effect here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll All right. Anyway, okay. So then there was the there was the trailer for that. Then there was that movie Nope. Nope. Y- yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Get Out was real. All right. Jordan Peele wrote and directed Nope. Um, Get Out was really good. I've not seen Us yet, but I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, unfortunately, so, I haven't either. I'm very curious to see Nope. Uh, it looks interesting, but it also looks kind of like a kitchen sink approach to a horror movie where he's literally just throwing everything into it. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, I also think that they're intentionally cutting scenes in a way to make you think it's one thing when it's another thing. So I, I think they're intentionally trying to hide what that movie really is about. Yeah, I, I didn't know what the hell no. was going on. I did, I'm not, and I'm not trying to make a joke here, but like when we first walked in, they were talking about the footage of like a black man on a horse, like the first footage ever recorded. Was that part of the trailer? Yes. Okay. Oh, was I it? thought that was I like, thought that was a whole different thing. Yeah, like, no, just a that, random, was, that was that was part of the trailer. That, that, a random little the, blurp or something. Yeah. Only because I saw that trailer when we went and saw a different movie. Maybe it was when we went and saw Lost City. Okay. I can't remember. Um, but it, it, I know I've seen it recently, and and so I knew that that was part of it. But yeah, I don't know what's going on in that trailer. I mean, like it definitely gives me some signs feel, but I think, like I said, I feel like they're intentionally trying to say, look over here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting you to look at the right hand so they can hit you with the left hand, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's the kind of movie that. I mean, once the reviews start coming out or there's a different trailer, maybe I'll want to go see it in the theaters. But right now, I'm, we'll put that also on the apprehensive list. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I noticed another trailer 
that uh, played during the sequence, and that was uh, another exorcism film. In the same vein as uh, this Tom Cruise film, do we care about exorcism movies anymore? I mean, I I could make the argument that I never cared about exorcism <laughs> movies. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> fair. I mean, I feel like in like the around 2010 to like 2015, America had a love affair with exorcism films. They were just like one after another. I felt, and uh, now it's just like, oh my god, we've seen this so many times. Do we like this? Is just like okay, a jump scare, cool. Like, is is this one in the same series, or is this just a whole? thing in of itself i don't i don't know it seemed kind of like independent from like its own standalone yeah but it looked interesting like i might watch it if it's like i said if it's on one of the streaming things yeah definitely check it out because i know there's that whole series with the the warrens that they've oh yeah they they connect it all together yeah what is that luke wilson and not luke wilson patrick patrick Wilson. wilson yeah which I like, they don't even really advertise as being all in like the same like universe. They just kind of like you feel like each movie is separate, and then later on, you're like, Oh, this part of the set series, you're like, Wait, they've done how many of that? What, right? Oh, yeah, which I've never really watched any of those anyway. So it's uh, it's the Conjuring movies, right? Yeah, I believe that's yeah, and then Annabelle is that part I of I believe the... that's part of the yeah, which I can sometimes confuse Conjuring and Sinister. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Which one is Conjuring? So Conjuring is, I believe, if I'm, if I'm thinking of the correct film, it's with those two, and they're like the the, the paranormal investigators, that team, like the their husband and wife. So which one's on the cassette? That's Sinister. Okay. That's the Kevin Bacon, no Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Ethan oh, Hawk. I confuse those two all the time. Sinister, I saw and I didn't like. Sinister, yeah, that's the found footage one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't like yeah. that. One. Me neither. That's the Wonder one I, why. I always used to confuse that one with Insidious. <laughs> There's too many multiple uh, syllabled yeah. horror films. <laughs> I don't know. I just I miss the old '80s days of horror films. The the slashers of Freddy and Jason and mm-hmm. just simple like maybe they were demon possessed, maybe not. Like you know Chucky or, but I don't know. Maybe we'll get into that with horror through the decades. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice tease. <laughs> yeah. So, other, right. other than that, I didn't think of any other trailers like that really caught. I mean, obviously Doctor Strange, but well, yeah. I mean, I mean but, there's no point in talking about yeah. that. I mean, that's a, like you didn't even. I feel like Marvel movies, the like the big screen ones, like you, you don't have to put a trailer out. Like literally, like for the movie, you could have just had Benedict Cumberbatch walk out on the screen and been like, "We made another one. You're gonna see it." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even really need to put anything in the poster. Just put like the title, and the day comes out. (laughs) Scan this QR code to just give us the cash now. (laughs) You're gonna give us your money. Like, in fact, go ahead, set up a direct deposit. That way we don't even have to... It's not even a thing. Like, when we want to make the movie... We're going to tell you we're going to make the movie, and in like a year you'll see it. But we got we got your money already. Yeah. Like, we just... You know, yeah. we've, we've solved the middleman. Just... Yeah. In fact, start si- sending your paycheck to us. Like, it's yeah. just going to happen anyway. For Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you guys caught up on Moon Knight? I, I watched one through three. I'm not, I haven't watched the fourth yet. Okay. That might be where I'm at, I think. I watched four yesterday so yeah i've not caught up on it yet did number three it kind of that that really reminded me of like a bond film 
It did that kind of a a Bond film, Jason Bourne kind of. Yeah. You know. The 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 switching between the two personalities and the fight scenes and yeah definitely, yeah you know the Daniel Craig Bond or or the you know, not the first Bourne movie but the later Bourne movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I really, I mean it's I've loved this so far. Yeah, I think so it's far really it's cool. a really good series. The, the fourth episode gets weird. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Not in a bad way, but it just it it's. I'm curious to see. I mean, they keep going out of the way to try to tell everybody that, like, Oscar Isaac is not under contract after the sixth episode, but there's no way that that does the kind of business that it seems to be doing and the kind of buzz that it has without them having already either lined up season two or their intention of moving Moon Knight into the the movies, Mm. you know, because... It just ends after six episodes and it's never seen again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was fun. Well, because they're all like, oh, well, you know, we're not doing a second season of Hawkeye. Well, yeah, but Hawkeye and everything that happened in Hawkeye, you know, is moving, you know, going to be in the next Avengers movie. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, what's her name? Uh, Haley Steinfeld is just, she's going to, her character's going to move over to the movies anyway. So, or, or they'll just, they'll make a Kate Bishop series instead of, Hawkeye season two, it'll just be Kate Bishop season one, and I never watched Hawkeye. It was fun. Yeah, it's a really interesting cameo in it. I have a problem with that with a lot of the Marvel shows. I just start them and never finish them. There's a lot of content out there from Marvel. I, yeah, I know. It's getting very hard to keep up. The movies, yes. The TV shows, not always. Yeah. Well, and and uh, they are are they seem to be moving in a direction of making. Well, and I've I've never thought that the Netflix stuff wasn't canon because I mean they did make it such a, a important part of Daredevil talking about the reaction to the attack on New York. So when they're all like, "Oh, Daredevil's officially canon," it was never not officially canon. The only people who said it wasn't were your dumbasses. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth going back and checking out some of that Netflix stuff? Because I, I actually missed a lot of that. Like, I did too. I okay. need to. I, I mean, I, I feel like I missed the last season of like every one of those shows. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, like the first two seasons of Daredevil and missed the third season. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think I watched all the Daredevil, all the Punisher. I, did they do two seasons of Punisher? I thought it was two. Then I only watched... Well, because I, I have a hard time remembering how many seasons of Punisher they did because he was such a big part of the second season of Daredevil. Right. Mm. Um, I started the second season of Jessica Jones, but I never finished it, and I don't remember if they did a second season of Luke Cage or Iron Fist. But it's all over on Disney Plus now, so... Yeah, I didn't even convenient. finish Jessica Jones. That's... You know, the first season was good. The second season was it, it was hard. It was getting harder to watch. So I thought that was the first one. I was like, man, this is getting rough. <laughs> yeah, haven't even I didn't really even visit that one, but I am familiar with a couple scenes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good thing they are all moving. I mean, they've all moved to Disney Plus because uh, Netflix <laughs> might be uh, a thing of the past for us soon. Yeah. Yeah, which is unfortunate because there's still a bunch of stuff on Netflix I want to watch. So get it in while you can. <laughs> Why? What's going on with Netflix? Well, um, there. 
I've heard some rumors on the internet that they're going to be introducing commercials. I don't know if that's going to be part of like a separate plan. Or Jesus. Yeah, I've I've not I've I've heard that about a bunch of the streaming services adding commercials or putting in a a, a higher plan to you know oh okay you don't want commercials pay us extra money you know mm-hmm. that's what Discovery Plus does I think it's four ninety nine for the normal and it's like five ninety nine or six ninety nine for the one without commercials. So it's like I'll spend the two bucks. That's what Peacock does. I'll spend two extra dollars to not have to be bothered with commercials. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it. It. Uh, the other thing that Netflix keeps threatening is that if people don't stop sharing passwords, they're gonna start charging. They're either gonna cancel your account, or they now. Now they're saying that that was not that. That's. They're just gonna like charge you extra money. Mm. Which is like, man, you are, I mean, they lost something like 200,000 subscribers in the last month. That's nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. I heard their shares like plummeted like 20% or yeah, something. Like yeah, they, they lost, they lost a large amount of, of subscribers and their shares have plummeted. They, I feel like, you know, for what they did to Blockbuster, like they are not, like they, they, you know. They taught Blockbuster uh, a lesson for not catching up or like ke- keeping with modern technology. Yeah, and it's like they themselves are about to have it happen to them. Yeah, <laughs> the chickens are coming home to roost. Like there is just like they don't like. It's like guys, you you realize that this is you started this. Yeah, like this is what you created. Yeah, and now you are not like keeping up with it like you're just like but we're the king yeah and you're not the king anymore like, <laughs> yeah you're old news yeah like disney you're dinosaurs like like disney showed up and kicked you in the balls like, yeah. you know? <laughs> but i mean everybody knew that was going to happen anyway but then then you know when we all i mean peacock everybody kind of was like what the heck why would you but peacock is kind of kicking kicking butt and taking some names right now too and after Paramount Plus became Paramount Plus from CBS All Access, like they seem to be doing pretty well too. But I really enjoy their library, especially as a fan of old school Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery Plus too is doing really well. I'm a little concerned about Discovery Plus with um, everything going on with Discovery and the Warner Brothers merger. Um, I don't know what's happening with that because Discover- Discovery bought Warner Brothers or Warner Brothers bought Discovery. I don't know. I feel like Warner Brothers would be the one buying them. I think Discovery is bigger than you think they are. <laughs> <laughs> they got that Chip and Joanna Gaines money. <laughs> Warner Brothers has that Batman money. Yeah, but um, because I know that the one of the first things that happened after the merger was the Discovery people said, fix Superman. And we need to discuss the continuation of the DCEU at all. Like, basically, it's like, finish what you're doing now because we're going to do some things now that we have it. Like, because you clearly don't know what you're doing. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing official. Like, they're not saying anything. But I feel like with Ezra Miller being arrested a couple times out in uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. I should ask my sister if they ran into him. <laughs> I don't think they, they want see, to. Did they see him getting arrested? <laughs> I don't think they want to. He's been Apparently, he's beating on people out in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess they want to avoid him. But, um, 
with the whole, and we're not going to get into it, but the whole Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp thing, like Amber Heard's involvement in Aquaman 2 apparently was very tenuous to begin with, but now with everything that's coming out about that, like, you know, that it's not because Jason Momoa is Aquaman, they can easily either recast her role or, or just ignore that character altogether. Sure. But, you know, like Aquaman is is about the only character that, people seem to actually like from the dceu <laughs> i mean i know that batman movie made a lot of money but it's not the critics seem to like it but i the most of the people i've talked to have all had basically the same opinion that that you know it's it was just eh. sure <laughs> so discovery took over warner brothers and now Warner Media owns HBO, HBO Max, CNN, Warner Brothers, DC Films, New Line Cinema, TBS, TNT, True TV, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Turner Sports, Rooster Teeth, among others. Yeah, that's nuts. So, and is part owner of the CW Network. There's a bunch of people who own CW Network. Good grief. But, but that's why, you know, like, so Discovery Plus is brand new. Discovery took over in less than a month after CNN Plus uh, launched. It got shuttered. Mm. Which, I mean, come on. Who's paying for a, a streaming news service anyway? Right. But, <laughs> I mean, that just seems like a bad idea. But yeah. Um, so if I already have Discovery Plus, what do I do? I get all this stuff too now? I don't know what they're... Are they going to start think, charging me more? Like, I don't think they've officially said what their plans are for right now. I mean, I do wonder if they... Because the move for HBO Max has been to just keep adding, like when they shuttered DC Universe, they just moved everything over to HBO Max. When they shuttered whatever, they just moved it all over to HBO Max. Um, so part of me wonders if they're not just going to combine Discovery Plus and HBO Max and just have one giant streaming <laughs> That'd which be- is which is kind of what we were talking about, you know, a couple years ago, or I know at least since the, the, we rebooted it when we had the streaming service bracket of like, there's too many streaming services, and you know, it now looks like these guys. Uh, there's some of the bigger ones are like, okay, well, instead of just fighting you, we're just going to buy you, right? <laughs> <laughs> which is cool as long as it doesn't end up being a huge upcharge then for the consumer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, which was the whole reason that we all cut cable. Was yeah. that, you know, <laughs> it's getting too expensive. <laughs> getting too... We need some sort of new innovation to cut these streaming services out of our lives. Uh, I uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But it, it's, yeah. but yeah, no, they, there was a report that basically said one of the first things that Discovery said was, you need to figure out how to fix Superman. We want him back in play. And basically, it sounded like one of the articles said that Discovery made it very clear that they know they can't have Kevin Feige, but they want a Kevin Feige-like person to take over the DC universe and fix everything that 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 know, is wrong with that's it. wrong with it. Yeah, and that would probably involve. I know that this is going to piss a lot of you people off, <laughs> but. Jettisoning Zack Snyder. No! <laughs> How dare you? Because Zack Snyder, let's face it, is an overrated director. 
It's, it's Someone just, had to say it. <laughs> I mean, I know all you little internet troll fanboys, um, <laughs> for whatever reason, have decided he's the greatest director ever. But I feel like most of it's just because you're contrarians. <laughs> <laughs> Does Kevin Feige have like a brother or a cousin, maybe? I don't that ma- they I, could hire some clone Kevin Feige. <laughs> call him like. Kevin Seige? <laughs> his, tw- his twin brother, Devin. <laughs> Devin. Yeah. This is not Kevin. This is Devin. <laughs> it's just, I mean, there's 24 hours in a day. Maybe they can just make Kevin work 12 hours for Marvel and 12 hours for DC. Like, yeah. Not got- even 12. Give him just six. 12 and six. <laughs> We've got an experimental drug to just keep you awake and not need sleep. I think yeah. you'll, 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 you'll be fine. <laughs> Well, you think it wouldn't be that hard to make a good Superman film? Like, well, great su- character. Yeah, but Superman is hard. Okay, Batman is not hard. Making a great Batman film shouldn't be hard, but yet they seem to struggle. <laughs> um, Superman is hard because Superman is, at the end of the day, like the ultimate. Like he yeah. is really, like he's the ultimate Boy Scout. But, like, there's really nothing that can beat him. Like, he is, you know, he is immune to pretty much everything. Um, And because of his character, it's hard to take him, like, dark. Like, because, like, they tried to do it with Man of Steel where they Mm -hmm. tried to, you know, make it kind of dark and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, get away from, like, the the bright colors and the campiness of the Christopher Reeve. Mm -hmm. And I think it showed you that maybe... Maybe it could be done, but like it's difficult. But why do why then do, why do you have to tr- even try going dark? Like why not just keep the bright cars and campiness? I don't like, know. It could because, be fun because like, I mean, make a fun fucking movie, DC. <laughs> right. Like it's not. <laughs> if you want to go dark, go darker with the villains. Right. Keep, yeah. Keep Superman the same. No, and I I think that's part of the problem is that for whatever reason the people who are currently in charge of DC feel like. Because Marvel is bright and fun and, you know, mixes humor into the serious that they have to do, like, the opposite. Sure. Well, DC is the opposite. DC is not bright and fun and humorous. It's (laughs) dark and depressing. and Dark comics. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, because... In in recently sitting down because you lent me the three the uh, the Batman the uh, not the animated Batman the series with Adam West, and watching through that, I mean it is cheesy. Oh, it's, oh, it is so cheesy. Yeah. Um, cheese whiz, cheesy. And it gets worse as the. I mean, you can see you can see why the show got canceled after three years and it didn't make a long run. Well, one they were making like eight hundred episodes a season. I mean, it just it's it, long. <laughs> Like joy. Yeah, it was progressively gets more corny. But like by the time Batgirl shows up, like it just like the plot lines are like so ridiculous. But it's fun. Like you can do Batman and be serious and be and I think going back to like the Tim Burton Batman is proof that like you can mix those two. Mm -hmm. Even the bat you know, the first the one or the second one that's much darker than the first one but where you have penguin where penguin is still a ridiculous like cartoon character and like you know kind of has a grotesque features and yeah. you know tries to eat fish and that's what happens when your dad is Pee Wee herman well yeah but there's a i mean i feel like that penguin like the the danny devito penguin is way more enjoyable 
than the Colin Farrell Penguin. I haven't watched the new one yet. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. It's on HBO Max. I'll check so. it out within the next day or two. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just I don't know. You can have you can have fun and be campy, but be dark. Tim Burton has proved that not just with his two Batman movies, with most everything he's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get Tim Burton to direct him. Bring him back. Perfect. How much money does it have to get Tim Burton back in the DC universe? Like just Pro- whatever it probably takes. not much. You just got to guarantee Danny Elfman working. Burton will be in. I mean, Danny Elfman would probably enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, br- bring them both back. Yeah, for sure. I agree. That'd be fun as hell. So, so yeah. I mean, that is, <laughs> we figured out the director problem. <laughs> all right. So, we got it. Call us, DC. We'll all right. Fix all your problems. Well, are we letting Tim Burton direct the movies, or are we just putting him in the Kevin Feige role and like having him hire people to direct the movies? Well, he's got to start by directing them to get it back on track. Okay. And then he can start branching it off. All right. But first, he's responsible for everything. Maybe he can actually like finish off his Batman trilogy. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what kind of role he has for Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure we'll see Johnny Depp in a movie in a, again for a very long time. I think we will. Not not in a major movie anyway. Um. Anyway, that's that's a subject I don't want to. I don't think we want to go down. Probably for the best. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I do have a couple things of news. Um, two, like what the hell, stories. Oh, okay. Those are always fun. <laughs> um, I sent you guys an article last week or the week before, and neither of you uh, acknowledged it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if I do. So, they are making a movie of Jeremy's favorite store. Take a quick guess on what the store is. Jeremy's favorite store. Jeremy's favorite yeah. store in the world. You know what this is. I, oh, the Think, Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> I did yeah. see that. Yeah. They are making a movie based off of Spirit Halloween. Yes, I do. Rem- I did look at that. Yeah. Because I don't respond doesn't mean I don't look at <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, we still check it out. Because <laughs> um, my 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 response, my thing was about that was who asked for this? I mean, we're gonna go see it. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> but who I like? Why? <laughs> why not? I mean, it's, for every why, there's a why not. Yeah, I mean, all right. I mean, it, that's as valid of a question as my question was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? It, it, seemed, it seemed like, based off the description, that it was going to be more of a kid-friendly Halloween movie, not necessarily another exorcism movie. Good. <laughs> Good. Um <laughs> I, That'd it be cool if like all the like the the displays they have come to live at come alive at night. Yeah, like a night at the museum kind of thing. Yeah, right. And I feel like I feel like it it has a potential to be kind of like a Lego movie, where like you can just like you're gonna have to get like hundreds of properties involved, because I mean when you go to Spirit Halloween, you've got every movie ever like you know costumes. Yeah. yeah. Um. There is one section of the store that they're going to have to maybe tone down if it's a kid-friendly <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. That would be a different type of horror movie. <laughs> that's a different Spirit Halloween movie uh, that uh, you can watch online. Yeah, that's a, that's a different website. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, so basically uh, I submit well, why. <laughs> but then J- Justin said why not. So, yeah. well, what's your take on it? <laughs> Anything that you can do to 
add more to the Halloween season, I'm all for. And if you, like you said, if you get those properties, like some of the horror icons, maybe, and have fun with them. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, crazy, but you just have maybe, like, little cameos or, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'll go see it for sure. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like I said when I sent you guys the article, it was a... My first response was, what the hell? Why would you do this? Why are you going to go make me see this movie? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? Um, All right. So for my second, like, what the hell? Okay. Like, why? Um, Let me make sure I got the right names involved because... um, I would like to see them do kind of like you said, the Night at the Museum style, though, with horror stuff. Like a horror wax museum. No, I was saying not like House of Wax, though. (laughs) Yeah, like a horror style wax museum that comes to life. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, why not? Like if you put the costumes on, do you become possessed by that person, or that'd be interesting? Or do the costumes themselves come to life? I was figuring it'd be like the displays that they have that okay. come to life. But yeah, if you put on the costume, maybe. Why not? Yeah, why not? Or what they could do? You know how they have like those like little walk through haunted houses set up in the stores. Yeah, you someone walks into there and it ends up being like a portal into a dimension of like spirit Halloween world, and then they take it from there, do whatever fun stuff they want to do with that, expand upon the universe, the the retail universe, and then bring other stores into it for the sequels. Oh boy, <laughs> Walmart the movie. <laughs> walk, walk through the front door. Man, that's gonna be depressing. The way we brought you, you didn't know you wanted Walmart. But you liked it. Now, Sam's Club. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Welcome to the Costco. (laughs) We had so much fun with Walmart. Here's Target. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could go so far with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Okay, so for the second movie that they announced that they're working on, uh, since we brought him up earlier, I'll bring him up again. Jason Momoa has signed on to do a movie. Um, do you guys know the name Jared Harris? Should we? Um, well, let me make sure. I think I, I might have went to high school with someone named Jared Harris. <laughs> nope, not Jared Harris. Jared Hess. <laughs> oh, when you put it that way, still no. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Jared, Jared Hess, writer-director of Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, I uh, hated that movie. Along, oh. uh, along Sorry, with buddy. Other, along with many other things, but that's his biggest, I think. Um, Gosh, that movie was him, awful. Him and Jason Momoa are teaming up to bring us a Minecraft movie. What? I thought the Always Sunny guy was doing that film. Charlie Day? Or no, or? Uh, Mikel, Mikel, Rob, Ma- not Rob McElhaney? Yeah, oh. I thought he was doing it. Uh, Well, I, his name was not in the article okay. I read, but it could hmm. be. Well, either way, whatever. Go on. I mean... It's not. Is it a live action Minecraft? Uh, it seems like it, yeah. Oh. Um, I've never played that game. Really? Oh. It's very zen. Yeah. It's uh, good good uh, game is, to veg out on. Is it like Terraria? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a 3D version of that. Um, I've, I, played, I've played that for a couple hours. I hate Terraria. I really do. I've, I it's very frustrating. I'm occasionally forced to play Terraria and Minecraft for the Microsoft rewards to get the points. 
or like the, like once it like forced to. Well, no, because they're like if if, if you, you want your points, you better play this game. No, yeah, because they'll be like here for a hundred points. They're uh, not forcing you yeah, to play. Yeah, no got a gun to your head. Listen, <laughs> you would like to believe that, but my mental illness. <laughs> Fair enough. My mental illness makes it being forced. Okay. But they're like Minecraft, like you know, uh, you have to get a hundred, like bricks or. You know, dig certain amount of terraria. Like you have to get like ten thousand supplies, or I don't know. It's okay. So uh, <laughs> okay, I can't imagine a world where they do a Minecraft movie that, like, I don't. And then you'll have to go see it for a hundred points. Man. Oh yeah, what if they tie in rewards to that? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh man, they submit your ticket stub for a hundred points. <laughs> Well, see, there's <laughs> He's where, thinking about it. He's like, hey. This is where they always, uh, they they give me like they with the uh, points on the games. It's all Game Pass stuff, so all I have to do is download it. It doesn't cost me any money. Um, where I never do the points for the other stuff when they're like, "Hey, you want six thousand points? Pay twenty bucks and rent this movie." I'm not paying twenty bucks to rent that movie. Yeah, for six thousand <laughs> points. How much would you spend for how many points? Like, if the movie ticket's $8, how many points would you have to get? It would have to be at least as many points back as a dollars. I don't know what the conversion and, and rate is. I don't know is. what the conversion rate e- is either, but... How about 10,000 points to go see the movie? Cost you 8 bucks. That might be worth it, but... Because it cost me... it. I have to get 35,000 points to get three months, three months of the Game Pass Ultimate. Okay. And it takes me like two, two and a half months to get 35,000 points. So if I can get 10,000 points for ten for eight bucks, that might be worth it. <laughs> this reminds me of um, Punch Drunk Love with the pudding. <laughs> so you're saying, to me though, this makes like a lot more logical sense than a Spirit Halloween movie. I mean... But least- where, where do you... I mean, Spirit Halloween... No, granted, there's no story there because it's just a store. Yeah. But you can basically do a haunted house movie and just say it's set in Spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. And just You're just using Spirit Halloween as like a... Background? Yeah. Background character? I've played Minecraft enough to know that there's no storyline. Like, it's basically just, here's a world, go build stuff. Sure. I mean, they did that with Legos. I know. Which is annoying because the Lego movie is amazing. <laughs> the second one was okay. Lego Batman was amazing. I mean, they've technically they've expanded on it a little bit since it's uh, come out. I mean, you've got like some of the dungeons spinoffs, and um, I mean, you could have the whole thing about Steve trying to find the Nether. Or trying to get to the very bottom. And Do like, you have any idea? I have no, I have no <laughs> clue. Okay. I understood the word Steve. <laughs> Steve. I mean, I know what the word nether is. But. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I'm correct, but I think that's like their like little underworld area in Minecraft. Like when you get to like the end game is you reached the nether. So you've played Minecraft. It, oh, yeah, I like, love it. I mean, I used to like play all the time. Is there a, a narrative or is there is it just literally like here's a world build whatever you can imagine and the more you build or the more you combine stuff you can build cooler stuff and then occasionally 
will throw a zombie at you. I mean, that's pretty much it. But I honestly haven't played in a while. I mean, there's then definitely been updates and add-ons and stuff. So maybe there has been more development since. But when I was playing, yeah, they just you you get dropped in to the world and it's like randomly seated and generated and procedurally generated too. So as you go on, it's all random. But um, I mean, there is an end. There is technically an end. I mean, you you kind of are working to get to like a. I think there's like an end boss, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Don't kill me, online trolls, if I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there is an end game. But it's not like like a Tomb Raider game. No, where, no, there's like, no like goal that yeah. you you have a, a, sto- nar- a, a story, story line narrative, to follow. A narrative to follow. I suppose not. Because <laughs> I mean, even with like Civilization, there's not necessarily like I mean, I don't know if, if either of you have played those games. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. they're. I mean, I know I used to play it back when they were just a computer game. They weren't a console game. I think the last one I played was three. So that's. I mean, I feel like I was still in college the last time I played it. But yeah, um, you you had like for the last one I played, I believe it was like three objectives to end the game. Mm-hmm. You conquered the world. Yeah. You ran your world so successfully for you know however many years that you retired. Or you launched a spaceship to uh, Alpha Centauri and colonized that. Right. <laughs> but the, like so, and then you pretty much just got to do whatever you wanted in between that. Right. But it, like there was always something you were working towards. Is that kind of what Minecraft is, or is because my- I feel like from what little I know of Minecraft, it's a lot more open ended. Yeah, I mean, it's really yeah. You're not. You're really not working towards anything. You're working towards building a, a cool place. <laughs> you're working towards unleashing your frustrations and getting to become a more zen person but like i said they have had a lot of development since i've played so maybe it is different now i don't i really honestly don't know because they've got like a whole spin-off thing now like with dungeons and like i did play dungeons <laughs> and that one seemed a lot more interesting but that felt like there was a lot more of a a linear story where like because i had to play it long enough to get like three achievements so like it was kind of like <laughs> Um, sent in a line and like you had to you know you could go off and do side missions and stuff but it was yeah. clear much like I enjoyed that one a lot more than when I've had to play the regular Minecraft sure I say the only Minecraft stuff I played was that uh, Telltale series okay. that Minecraft game yeah where you gotta kind of pick your thing. that's the only Minecraft experience I've got which that is already a story and you just basically are choosing your own adventure so could they pull from that? Possibly. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was about. <laughs> I don't but know. I mean, those games are a lot of fun. Yeah. The Telltale series. Plus, they're easy uh, trophy slash achievements. Oh, yeah, that is true. Didn't they do the Walking Dead stuff? Too? To have a that Walking Dead. They, I could never really get into the Walking Dead. They have two I different tried. Batman ones. There's Guardians of the Galaxy. There's Borderlands. There's Minecraft. Wow. There's that Wolf Among Us one. There's that one. Didn't they do a Back to the Future one too? Yeah, not as fun, but there's a Back to the Future one. I feel like I own the Back to the Future. I think I, I feel like Microsoft or whoever gave that to me in one of their like games with Gold Weekend or. I I know I have I have the Guardians. I have both Batman's. I have the Minecraft. I have all of the Walking Dead ones. Back to the Future. Borderlands. I think maybe Wolf Among Us is the only one I don't have. Oh, so. Basically, what you're telling us is that you're a corporate show for Telltale Games. Got it. A lot of fun. (laughs) Easy trophies. 
All right, time. so back to back to Jared Hess just to see who uh, so directed Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre, a really weird but kind of fun movie, Gentleman Broncos. Hmm. Uh, who was in that one? That one was. Oh yeah, that was Jermaine Clement. That's why I saw that one. It was it was bizarre. Um, couple movies, something called Masterminds that I feel like I wanted to see that I never. Oh, Son of Zorn. Oh my God, Masterminds. I don't know what Son of Zorn is. That was that, that that cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon where um, Jason Sudeikis was like a He-Man, like he was animated, but he lived in the real world, and everybody just was like okay with it. Huh. Yeah. And like his son was um, oh, that weird kid from Superstore that was. I don't know. If you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. It didn't last very long. But oh, it was... the one who played Bo from Superstore? Yes, Bo from Superstore, yeah. Nice. Sounds funny. Uh, directed a couple episodes of Last Man on Earth. So, I mean, he's got some really good stuff on his uh, his directed by. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, Masterminds was that uh, Zach Galifianakis movie, wasn't it? Yes, which I, one of those, like, I always wanted to see, but I never did. I think I did end up getting around to seeing that one. I don't really remember it though. But. Which one was that? It's like a, I think it was like a heist movie. Hmm. I don't know. I remember it was like delayed a million times too, and it was just like ended up going like right to streaming. And it has Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Wiig, Owen Wilson, um, and then Jason Sudeikis. Oh, Devin Ratray. <laughs> okay. Buzz, Buzz from Home Alone. Oh, all right. Um, the Waitress. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Kate McKinnon, yeah. Leslie Jones, a bunch of other people that if I'd huh. said the names, you wouldn't know, but if you saw their face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Those are the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to put that on my list. I'm going to see what streaming services is <laughs> on. Huh. So, so what, uh, what did anybody watch this week or the last couple weeks? Because since we didn't, you know. Oh, well, boy. Other than Moon Knight. Um, I've been watching a lot of clips of old Conan episodes. <laughs> All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's been too much I've been watching. I've been diving into a lot of draft stuff with the draft coming up this week. That's taking up a bunch of my time. I'm watching a lot of baseball. Basketball playoffs are on, watching that. Um, Got really mad because I couldn't watch baseball because I don't have any of the networks. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I'm not, I thought about getting the MLB network just so I could get the Brewer games. Uh, yeah, don't. Yes, you, no. No, because you can't get the Brewer games with the MLB network. I looked at one of the stream where it's only the Brewer games. It's like oh, wow. 100 and something bucks a year, and I was like, no. Uh, Sorry, baseball. I paid, I paid the 150 for the year, but I can watch everybody but the Brewers. Oh, I was looking at one where it's team specific, so it's only Brewer games. Oh. It's like one hundred nineteen dollars a year. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, ah, I don't I, like you that much. Yeah, not right now. Tough to justify. I do want to watch Brewer games, but I also would rather watch Angel games. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what I watched, I'm still now. I, I finished Batman, so I'm I'm done with. A show from 1966. I can watch the <laughs> movie again. Uh, no, I've, I'm. I'm gonna. There's a couple of things that Adam West did as Batman. He did like two episodes of a show called Legends of Superheroes, where like he, him, and Burt Ward reprised their roles 
Um, and then they had a bunch of other characters, but that's on like Tubi or something like that. So I'm going to watch that. Hmm. Um, because, you know, again, the leader of a pop culture uh, podcast, but I'm still watching uh, Quantum Leap from 1988, <laughs> 1989. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> that's how we do. <laughs> uh, do you guys watch any of the USFL? I did watch that. I don't know if you did. No. <laughs> Any no interest? No. No. I I uh, I'm excited. I, more football the better in my opinion. I was disappointed in it. It was sloppy. Yeah, very but, sloppy. <laughs> but they're just they're finding their footing. It's going There's I, no one in the stands. No. The play wasn't good. <laughs> oh, come on. I've, they're just I mean, starting. Th- gonna... These teams would lose to college teams that I was watching. Oh. Most of them are well these are all a bunch of guys who were practice squad players or guys who are desperately trying to hold on to their careers. Um, I've been lying to people and saying it's good. Just, <laughs> I really want it to work. I want more football. I mean, they're gonna every couple of years somebody's gonna try to start a football league. It just it's in you know the USFL existed in the eighties, and that's where Reggie White and a couple other guys came out of. Right. Um, then the XFL in the early 2000s, and then the XFL again a couple years ago, and, and, the, XFL again. Again. and the XFL in the future. <laughs> the XFL again in the future. Um, I mean, last year it was not USFL. What was it last year that they like they were work they were doing the league, or maybe it was right before the pandemic hit because like some of the players got the the league suspended and players got stranded because they're like we're out of money, we're done. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't but know we're what that was. on the road. They're like, yep, yeah, well, go fuck yourself. Figure it out. <laughs> then they also had the AFL for a while. But yeah, see, the that was AF- fun. The AFL is the only one that worked, and it worked so well that the NFL bought it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was so, a fun, that was a fun one to watch. You didn't watch the AFL. That was nice. 19- arena football? Oh, arena football. Oh, it's not about the arena one. I'm talking about when they, had, when they like, had like the Milwaukee Mustang and stuff. Oh yeah, no. I mean, yeah, arena football. Arena football lasted a long time. Yeah, I don't know why. Kiss on a team, arena football team. I know Bon Jovi did. Mm. I think Kiss did own a team. Now that you say it, it's where Kurt Warner came out of. Yeah, interesting. No, I thought you were talking about the AFL back when, back in the. Like, <laughs> back before the Super Bowl? Back before the Super Bowl when the NFL was uh, actually being threatened no. by a rival league. Just so as just a time traveler. Wow. <laughs> I was like, you didn't watch yeah, arena football. I went back and watched old footage. I used to watch a lot more, um, and it doesn't exist, and I think it's a terrible idea, um, when they did NFL Europe. Okay. When, all the, when a lot of the NFL teams, they some of them I think even combined to own a team, and they had like the Berlin whatever, and like they, it was basically – minor leagues for football because they were actually owned by NFL teams and they would send all the players who were borderline go over there get better and mo- a lot of those guys like did make it back over into the NFL I need to do more of that with like the AFL and stuff just use it as like a minor league system isn't that what Alabama is mm, kind of <laughs> I mean, and I think that's why, like, the other three sports have a minor league system in place. Nobody really talks about the G League, but it's there. Um, I mean, I do. <laughs> Got the herd. 
the hockey has a couple of different minor league systems, kind of like Major League Baseball has a couple of different minor league systems. It's very complicated to figure out. I could try to explain the minor league system in baseball, but I don't want to put Jeremy to sleep. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, foot, you know, hockey has fairly similar systems set up. Plus, they'll pull from all the European and the Russian leagues, mm-hmm. kind of like the NBA does as well, um, as well as Major League Baseball. But hot football, because it's a relatively uniquely American slash North American sport, like there isn't like high schools playing American football in Germany. Sure, I mean, there might be. Like on like military, uh, there might be like two rival schools, like you know, on military bases over there, but they're all American kids. Sure. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. not a lot of foreign-born players in the NFL that make it. Sure. Like so, I I don't, but I don't know why people are so obsessed with the idea of like having, like rival football leagues. Like, I think if they like, I hope that the Rock does a better job of owning the XFL, where he's like, listen, we're not gonna beat the NFL. We just want to give you a like alternative during the non-football season. Like, yeah, we're not going to try to go up against. We're not beating them. Right. You know. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I, that, we're just we're just here to entertain you yeah. in the off season. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that at all. Yeah, let us be a minor league system. Like you know, Paxton Lynch. Uh, you know, you were pretty good in college, but you <laughs> never really got a ch- chance in Denver. Let's see what you can do in the USFL. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> That's another one. Well, also with the Broncos. <laughs> As we saw from the first week, Paxton Lynch didn't do so well. <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah, I'm happy. I think I want every anything that has more football to do well. <laughs> it's great background noise, and they're taking a lot of different steps to make it. There is different. <laughs> there is one thing that they they are doing that I hope the NFL will kind of. Um, see and go with and that's the the i guess for lack of a better understanding gps tracker and the ball mm. mm-hmm. like can you know what i'm talking about with that one not a little bit not a whole okay lot. one of the guys at work was telling me that he watched it and basically instead of having guys on the sideline with flags like the ball has some sort of tracker in it and they can tell you exactly where it was when it was down and then I guess also the refs have cameras on, on their which, hats. On their hats. So you're that's, seeing. That's a weird one. But you, I guess the, you know, the replay is better because of it or something? I it is with some, and some it's not. Like one guy had a long touchdown, so you just see him from behind being chased by like a camera that's bouncing because it's on a hat. <laughs> so that was like, that is an unnecessary, unnecessary shot. So, <laughs> there's some helmet cams on the players, too. It's like but that ESPN football game that came out back in the 2K oh, game. Oh, you could do the first person? Yeah. But I like the idea of there being some sort of tracker or something in the ball. So there, we don't have to replay. Like the ball broke the plane. It set off an alarm in in the booth, and we know that it's a, a touchdown. An invisible mm-hmm. fence at the goal line. Right. It, some, you know. Something goes off. Yeah. Little electric shock. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> I don't want to score a touchdown. You're going to score. Everyone stops at the one. Uh Uh-uh. I I really appreciate, too, that everything is basically mic'd up in this. And, like, they do interviews, like, during the game. Um, 
And they leave in, like, the trash talk. I mean, a lot of it, like, when they play it back is edited, but they keep it in. Like, they don't shy away from the intensity. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's how people are. They're competitive. They're going to be like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe not that, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. just, I think it's interesting. I think it's really, give it some time and let's see how it blossoms. That's all I'm going to say about Have it. Have either of you watched Apple TV's uh, baseball coverage on Friday nights yet? No. So, mm-hmm. uh, Apple TV has, at least for this season, or at least as far as they announced the schedule, has a game of the week on Friday night where, like, and I was forced to watch it because the Angels were on the first week and I couldn't watch it through MLB TV. It was awful. Mm. It was, oh, the announcers they, they picked, clearly the reason that they don't work for ESPN or Fox, like it's, uh, but they, they were they were trying to like interview the coaches like during the game, like while the players, uh-huh. so the coaches were not interested in the interview at all. Right. And they still had the girl, so coach, what do you think? Is, and it's like, oh. Yeah. And, but they're also interviewing the coach or a player during the game. So, like, instead of showing you the at-bat, they're showing you this fucking interview. That's annoying. Um, <laughs> oh, it was just in, like, the graphics were awful. Like, I didn't want, they had a, I guess they had a Mets game earlier in the day where, like, for an entire inning, like, you couldn't hear any of the announcers because the, like, there were technical difficulties or, like, and there was one part during the Angels game where... One of the announcers was talking to somebody else, but you couldn't hear who he was talking to. Mm. So they're like, okay, yeah, how's it going? All right, All right yeah. Oh, man, thanks for telling us about that. Oh, my <laughs> God. A one-sided conversation. Now, that. granted, I will I will give Apple TV the benefit of the doubt. It was week one. Right. But week and one. you said it was the Mets? The, well, that was not the game. I, I, was, I was watching the Angels. I was going to say week, Astros, week one of the Mets. Yeah. All right. At least, at least they're not the Reds. Um, um, anyway, we could talk about baseball for a long time, and Jeremy would just be over there falling asleep. Um, <laughs> as long as you bring up the Brewers occasionally, he'll pop up. So about the Reds, Brewers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about the Yankees fans throwing trash on the field. Well, Yankee that's, fans that's, are trash. Yeah, so. Sometimes they're on pretty. the field. Yeah. <laughs> They're just they're they're garbage fans. Yeah, I them and the White Sox fans, both garbage fans. I agree. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know I've met a couple White Sox fans that aren't bad. They're bad. They're all bad. But, yeah, <laughs> stop talking to them. Yeah, these fans are bad. <laughs> yeah, you didn't I, see that last night. I saw them yeah. throwing beer cans yeah. on the on the field for some reason. Who knows why? That's because that one dude from the Indian uh, Guardians. Sorry, he went up. And like started saying shit to one of the fans, but that was after he was provoked. So I mean, oh. I don't know. Whatever. I have been to twenty one, twenty two of the teams. Um, I've been like third row Met Stadium wearing my Angels jersey. I've been like eighth row Yankee Stadium wearing my Angels jersey during an Angels game. The Mets game, people were confused because it was the Mets versus Braves. You do that here <laughs> in Milwaukee, too. I do it here in Milwaukee uh, when they're not playing the Bra- uh, Angels. Um, the worst fans that I encountered, hands down, 
were the Chicago White Sox. Like that is the it is a a terrible stadium. It is um, the fans were just like listening, like just sitting in the fans, like hearing them talk. They're ignorant. Like they don't know. They <laughs> we might have listeners though from Chicago or Illinois. Well then, write in. <laughs> well then, Come I know my, my my dislike for Illinois. <laughs> Come at me, bro. This isn't me saying this, just so everyone knows. If anyone wants um, to write in, it's at Nicholas. I, I mean, <laughs> at Justin. Um, <laughs> but I no, I mean, like, uh, there's a few. Like, I've not been in. I've toured well at old Texas Ranger Stadium. I've not been to their new one. Um, that could be an experience because the Rangers and the Angels are are massive rivals. Mm. That would be like trying to wear a Cubs jersey into a into. Um, what are they calling that place now? Amfam Field. Yeah, Amfam Field. I feel like that wouldn't be as bad. Like I feel like a lot of the Milwaukee fans just don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's like kind of just expected. Yeah, man. they're probably the nicest fans you've been around because we're just like, eh. You know what? I would say of all the stadiums I've been to, Miller Park, Amfam Field is probably number two on on like excluding the fans, just the field itself, the stadium itself. Like, it's a really nice stadium. It's a really nice field. And really nice fans. Yeah, you can um, throw the fans in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was excluding We're, we're nice people. The, I, I've never had a problem at Miller Park other than occasionally getting some beer spilled on me. Hmm. I don't know if it's a t- intentional. I've had peanuts thrown at me by a Twins fan. Well, I mean, I'm going to say that the beer was not spilled on me intentionally. Miller Park, because uh, that was last time I was there, it was called Miller Park. Um you guys do have a tendency to get pretty drunk. <laughs> True. Yes, yes we do. Um, but I would say Baltimore is is one of the nicest, best stadiums I've been to. And the fans? Yeah, they don't care about the team. They they're just going to watch baseball. <laughs> they, their team has been so bad for so long. They're just like, I mean, we so, just want baseball. So yeah. Baltimore stadiums won, but the Brewer fans are always number one. <laughs> Oh, preach! <laughs> Midwestern hospitality. The cup. I mean, I've been to Wrigley. <laughs> Wrigley was don't don't compare us to them. Uh, Wrigley was not. I mean, Wrigley is the just the building itself. That stadium needs to is just be one torn of the down. Wor- is one of the worst stadiums I've been to. The fans <laughs> were they were they were they were nice enough. They were confused as to why I was wearing an Angels jersey for a Cubs Twins game, but. <laughs> Yeah, but they they you know nobody. I mean, there were no problems there. I've also did not go to a Cubs Brewers game, or a Cubs Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you what that is like. But yeah, um, I've never been down there for a game. But old old, old veteran stadium when they used to play when the Phillies and the Eagles used to share a stadium. I went to that before they split off. That place was a dump. That was just again, just talking about the building. Like it was a. There's a reason why they tore that place down. Like before they were done using it, they're just like we. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fenway Fenway was an experience um, because it's Fenway. Mm-hmm. Like it's a garbage stadium that needs to go away, much like Wrigley. But it's, you know, for, like, baseball religious experiences, seeing Fenway, seeing Wrigley, 
thankfully I got to go to old Yankee Stadium before they tore it down and built the new one. Um, like that is, there's something to be said for going there, but at the same time, like Wrigley and Fenway need to go away. Like they just, they're so horribly outdated. They're like Chicago, like this was 10 years ago. I went to Wrigley, maybe even 12, 13 years ago. Half that stadium was wrapped in chain link because it was falling apart. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Like it's just, it's, it's close to a hundred years old. Like, Jeez. It's just it's it's and and it's in a terrible location. Like it's a nice nice enough neighborhood, but like there's no parking. There's nothing like. If you've been to, well, Miller Park is not exactly in the best location either. I mean, there's more parking there, but there's nothing to do. Out in Arizona, um, they and they're starting to do it up in Green Bay. Like they've figured out, like if we build an entertainment complex across the street, or maybe even in the same parking lot, yeah. like St. Louis did it. Like you can park here and then walk over here, and there's like this big outdoor almost mall, but like there's restaurants and bars and stores, and mm-hmm. like it's just like get your entertainment. Like they are trying to get your dollar any way they can. Yeah, they got your butts coming in to watch the game. They want to keep you after the game and get more money from you. Yeah. <laughs> or get you in before the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's making the experience nicer. So. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that in Wrigley because it's literally in the middle of a neighborhood. Like. Yeah. It, <laughs> I couldn't imagine for baseball season what it would be like to own a house like across the street from Wrigley. Yeah. That's... A lot of money coming in and parking. Yeah. So, all right. If you owned a house where, like, like when you opened the front door, you saw the stadium. Like, it is literally, like, right there. You, you literally go touch it every day. Are you happy they go to the playoffs, or are you just like, oh, damn it, not... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be, I'd be happy. I'd be charging for parking, and if they're in the playoffs, I'm charging a little more. <laughs> Although if you're here in the Midwest, it's going to be covered in snow. Yeah. Do I go and plow so I can charge for parking or just leave it covered in snow? I, I would plow and charge double. Yeah, convenience <laughs> fees. <laughs> $15 for regular season, 30 for playoffs. 45 if I had to plow. <laughs> you want to park here? You shovel. <laughs> I give you $5 off parking if you shovel. <laughs> I really do wonder what the rates are like that close. Do you think it's probably around for parking, like if at like, someone's place? I know up in Green Bay, yeah, the closer ones they charge about. I've seen it upwards of fifty. Wow, for the ones that are really close. Okay, but when you get further down, they, I think it generally is about ten, ten to fifteen. Okay. I would imagine for for Lambo, like you could charge more because it's just like eight or nine times a year. Mm-hmm. Where like Wrigley, it's eighty-one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like ten dollars, fifteen. Yeah, up at Lambo, or just park on the street, and then you have to walk like a mile or two. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go to Lambo one of these days for a game or just. I've been to Lambo. I've toured the stadium, but it was in like May, so you know, nothing. 
Except for when we got when they walked us out to the field, they're like, "This is as far as you're allowed to go." You see that line right there? Don't even think about it. <laughs> don't cross those bricks. Don't cross that line right there. Don't don't even lean down. <laughs> don't don't. And then you get tackled. Boop. Put, your, put your hand over it. Just get a laser right on your finger. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I get now that we've meandered enough. But, yeah. Um. Okay, well then, I guess. <laughs> How are we doing? I'm probably good. Break the illusion. Oh my god, yeah, we're fine. Okay. <laughs> there uh, we are. <laughs> oh yeah. If, uh, if you've decided to make a movie about a video game that has no plot, <laughs> or, you know, a movie about a retail store, right? That has no plot. That has no plot. <laughs> just remember stupid never walks alone. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Is the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by a guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. <laughs>